just love it? Don't you just love it? I got a podcast to do, but before I start that podcast, I just wanted to step outside and enjoy nature at its best. Something about the rain that relaxes the mind, body, and spirit. For me, it's not for everybody, for me. Today on the podcast, first off, welcome back. Y'all know how I give it up. And for those that don't know, welcome to something new. For those that know how I give it up, welcome to the classic. I am Flaw 700, and this is the 700 Block Podcast. Today, I have a special guest joining me, the First Lady. We're going to talk about being introverts with the podcast, being an introvert and being a content creator, turning it on, turning it off, knowing when to perform, knowing when not to perform. We're going to get that started. But first, I want to soak all this in. Taking deep breaths, close your eyes, relax. Feel good, don't it? Feels good to me. And I hope it feels good to you. What that rain do to you? Tell me about it. Me, I'm about to pour me a little bit of something to drink, put it on ice, sip that thing, and enjoy my night. I hope you guys and gals enjoy this podcast. Let's go. Ladies, what's shaking? Fellas, what's popping? It's your boy, Flaw700, and welcome back to The Block, the 700 Block Podcast. Long time no here. I know I just did like two episodes on the podcast, Brothers Feed, but boy, man, I'm ready to launch my thing again. You know what my thing is. Joining me <laughs> on the block, I have the first lady with me associated with the Awakened Soul podcast. Shout out to CEO Hayes. That brother's everywhere. <laughs> and she does a segment on the Awakened Soul podcast called the Cookie Chronicles Revamp. How are you? Life is good, no complaints at all. I mean, I'm sure we all could complain, but why do that? Yeah, too blessed to be complaining. I want to thank you for joining me in my revamp. My revamp. You do the revamp, I'm doing the revamp. (laughs) I'm relaunching the 700 Block Podcast. I stopped doing it because um, I just felt like I didn't have the time, but... Who I got all the time in the world now. Now we got this uh, Corona uh, situation. Yeah, take advantage of it and get the itch and just, you know, because I do the podcast with my brother. I also do the podcast Bars and Shots podcast, but there's always still some things that I want to talk about that I'm pretty sure that I don't know if they will relate to or they even care about. Mm hmm. So, you know, we all want to just do our own thing. So enough of me, because the people know who I am. 
Um, just let the people know who you are besides, um, you know, doing the Cookie Chronicles and um, just tell the people what you got going on, where you're from and whatever else you want to tell them. Well, I am the First Lady and I am, again, um, from the Awaken Soul podcast. I do my Cookie Chronicles segment. Um, I have done a few podcasts, actually. I started off with Crown 360 back in 2018. Um, and then branched off from that after a year and did Cookie Chronicles. Um, like you, I stopped Cookie Chronicles for various reasons. Um, co-host, being as committed as I was, was always an issue. Um, and then I didn't feel comfortable doing it alone. <laughs> but like you said, shout out to CEO Hayes. He is the one that brought me back into podcasting um, January of this year telling me that I should go ahead and do the segment on his show and jump back into the podcasting world. Um, listen to that episode from January 1st. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. He kind of read me on air. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, I do, um, I have an online clothing boutique for women called Lady Haven. Um, we've been doing pretty good. I launched that Super Bowl Sunday, which I think was what, February 2nd or February 5th, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Virtual Girls, which is a virtual admin assistant business. So we assist um, entrepreneurs and small business owners with their administrative needs if they don't yet have the full capacity to hire someone full time for, you know, secretarial admin assistant. We help out with that. And that's it for right now. That's all I got going on. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, I was about to say, what do you mean that's it for now that's all like i'm sitting here listening (laughs) like man the woman of many hats yeah and sometimes some things have to suffer like podcasting or you know things like you i'm revamping it i'm coming back um i i was gonna come back by myself and i still probably will do a few episodes by myself but um i've come in contact with a young lady that I actually work with who became a very good friend of mine and we're going to do a few of these episodes together. So I'm actually working with her now to revamp the show and bring it back. Yeah, solo podcasts can be um, difficult um, if you don't have the proper setup. I know some that do it and they do it right. You know, just have different segments and switch it up and don't make it too long. Um, Mm -hmm. But me doing this solo podcast, I doubt I'll ever be on this podcast without a guest. Uh, I want to sit yeah. and um, <laughs> chop it up with people and, you know, learn some things, man. Because one thing about podcasting is I've learned a lot about myself just talking to other people and other like-minded people. And you're one of them because the way, oh, yeah, the way I came up with this podcast was we were just having a random conversation and we both, you know, talked about being introverts who pod introverts who pod and you know when it's when potting is over we go into a little shell like we go into our little uh we go into our bag i'll say so this podcast is going to be about introverts and how we deal um i know people judge me and that's okay because you know they see me as this wild guy on the podcast well i don't know if i'm wild (laughs) i think people know me as being like conservative and that's cool you know um but I'm very talkative when I'm on the mic. This is my baby. But when the mics when the mics are turned off, I kind of shut down and I just be in my own little world. And growing up, it didn't have a name. 
I didn't know what an introvert was until I started listening to podcasts. And I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe that's me. So for those that don't know what introvert is basically a shy person. Now, my question to you, Miss First Lady, is when did you realize that you were an introvert? Like, when did you put that word? When did you associate that word with you? Um, good question. Uh, I would say maybe, maybe four or five years ago. Tell me about um, it. Before I started podcasting, actually. Um, I just, maybe even longer than that, really. I've just never been the type of person who likes to be around a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't like small talk at all. Um, <laughs> I feel like small talk is a way for people to pry and I don't like people in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed I was an introvert when I didn't like going out in public places if I didn't have someone that I knew with me mm-hmm. in like social settings. So, so you was one of those who's going to be there? Like you had to show up with that person or you had to know who was going to be there? As long as I knew that someone I knew was there that mm-hmm. I was comfortable speaking to, then I was okay. But if I don't know anyone that's going to be there, I don't want to go. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I was on that type of time too, where it's just like, yo, you checking to see uh, who's going to be there. Like if you get an invite somewhere on Facebook, they do the uh, the party invite or the get together invite and you see who was invited and you see who's going. And if mm-hmm. people that you don't rock with could be one or two. I just want to see somebody that's attending that I can vibe with the entire time or I'm not going. Yeah. Because exactly. I know me. I'll be standing somewhere in the corner looking crazy mm-hmm. for people to talk <laughs> about me. And that's what I had to stop setting myself up because I've went to so many places that I did not want to go. And it wound up costing me um, because when you go somewhere that you don't want to be, you look uncomfortable. Not only do you feel uncomfortable, yeah. but you look uncomfortable. And you got people staring yep. at you like, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with her? And don't let you go somewhere Sometimes even if you do go with friends, like I know back in the day in my club and days, I would go to the club with a bunch of girlfriends. And the only way that I could be the social butterfly that I am when I'm only around them is if I was drinking. Yeah, I was going to. And so I stopped going to the club when I realized, well, damn, if I got to drink and be tipsy to have a good time and for people to interact with me and me not get annoyed at people I don't know trying to speak, then I don't need to be there. Yeah, definitely. I um I did that as well. There was a <laughs> um a friend of mine and he was having a birthday party and I went to the party and I was drinking. I was new to the drinking game, so I didn't know the power of drinking and how it opened mm-hmm. you up. Because mm-hmm. before drinking, before alcohol, I would if I did attend somewhere, I was I was a thumbs I was a sore thumb sticking out so I knew that and that would just that would just add on to my um I don't know what to call it. I don't want to um that would just add anxiety, on maybe? yeah that would just add on to my anxiety so I just didn't want to go because I didn't want to be looked at crazy like that was why I didn't want to go out so mm-hmm. when this party happened I was introduced to alcohol like I said a little bit earlier but it worked that night 
that night I was the man. I was for for the first time when I stepped out and I went around people, I was talkative, I was dancing, I wasn't hugging a wall. I had a good time. And, you know, you know, people knew who I was. So the next year, same guy had a party. I said, well, since I did last year, I got to do it again. So my idea was to pre-party. So when I got there, I was already lit. The problem was I went too far. Because when you're drinking, sometimes you don't feel it all the way. So I was like, I can't leave until I feel good. <laughs> I oh cannot leave God. the I cannot leave the house until I feel like that other part of me is out. Make a long story short, when Did I got to it? the party, no, I made it, but it was embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> I got to the party and I sat down because you know I was feeling some type of way. And then boom, I started throwing up all over the place. Oh no! Make a long story short, I woke up next. I woke up next to the toilet. Uh, Public uh, toilet, yeah. Yeah, I know my limit. Yeah. So, I, I never got that bad again. But the the way the, the reason I did that was because I didn't want to go out unless I was drunk as shit. Unless I was drunk and I was I wasn't me. So. Yeah. But this was before the whole I'm an introvert thing. I just knew that. Drinking relaxed me and made me feel okay. Right. So I'm saying. So um, is there a bad drunk story that you got just off of that? Or you just always knew your limit? I always knew my, well, I always knew my limit in public. I would surpass my limit in private. Because Mm. in private, you know, I'm home or I'm at a friend's house or a guy's house that I trust. So I, I felt comfortable enough to get like to, like drunk drunk yeah. but in public I know my limit when my eyes start getting heavy and see throwing from side to side as I blink I know I need to stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, that's when I stop yeah I don't know if it's a such a thing as you know drinking too much so it hits you later because you because you know your body is used to it or somebody like me who's like a big guy alcohol might take longer to hit you like alcohol just doesn't hit me like it hit me before so i would drink and drink and it'd be like oh, this ain't nothing like one time i drank a whole bottle and then it hit me and i just couldn't stand you know what i'm saying it was like it, it hit my reaction to it is becoming late so if i take like three if i take like three shots now i gotta predict that that's enough like okay this is enough because it's going to come <laughs> stuff like that for me well, for me, I don't like hard liquor. I've never been a fan of hard liquor. I need mixed drinks and cocktails in order to drink it and like it. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, mixed cocktails is what sneaks up on you because you don't realize how drunk you are until you start moving around. Yeah. And so I have to watch my limit when it comes to cocktails. Like here, I'm not sure if you guys have it there, but at our Fridays here and some of our other restaurants, they have like Hennessy Sangria and Hennessy um, Strawberry Hennessy drinks. Yeah. And I love those. And I can do like three or four of them before I start feeling a little, all right, I need to lay down this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're both content creators, right? Mm-hmm. 
podcasting came, boom, this big pod, this, this big thing, thing that you can do from your home, from your phone, from your car, from wherever you at. It kind of gave introverts a lane. I didn't really see right. it that way, but this would be my fourth year podcasting. It's the longest thing I've done as a hobby, as something that I love. Because there's oh, other nice. things, there's other things that I got into that I just couldn't sustain because I just didn't want to do the other things. Like I was a rapper, but if somebody would ask me to freestyle a rap in front of them, I wouldn't do it. You know, if yeah. if if somebody hit us, if, if somebody was just like, "Yo, we can perform here," I didn't want to do it. I shut down. So when it came to performing public publicly, I couldn't do it because that just. I can be in my father's basement all day, every day, recording with him and around my friends. But if somebody was just like, oh, you such and such, let me hear something. Nah, I ain't about to rap. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it hurt me. And it was just like, well, since I ain't going to do that, I'm not going to take that serious. Podcasting right. allowed me to express myself around my brother, who I've known you know, my entire life and vice versa with him. So, yeah, I can act a fool with him. So it allowed me to, to have longevity. Um, so podcasting, did that kind of accidentally on purposely give introverts a lane to be creative without feeling like we being judged? You think? Um, I wouldn't say without being judged. I feel like we're judged regardless. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> but I definitely think it gave us more of a lane to be comfortable in mm -hmm. and get our point across and our views out. Um, like me, I, podcasting didn't come a thing until what, maybe 2016, 2017, people, more and more people started doing podcasting. Prior to that, I'm like, I always knew in high school, and I won't tell my age, that um, I was into like the debate teams and stuff like that. So I always liked sharing my point of view and giving people a different perspective and a different way to look at things. And it's so funny because a few years ago, I was going through some of my old things from our old house that we grew up in. And I found like all of these journals of businesses and things that I wanted to do. And one of them was I wanted my own radio show. Mm -hmm. like a late night adult radio show because I always wanted to share my views with people or what I thought about love, sex, and relationships. And so it was so funny. Like I had wrote out a whole business plan for it, came up with the name, a concept, everything. And it was so funny when people started podcasting because I was like, damn, if I had just started my little radio show and started recording myself way back when, I really could have been the pioneer well, podcast, like right. it would have been a really easy transition for me. But yeah, I think it's a great outlet for us. I think it's something that more and more of us are doing. Um, but the issue comes in when, like maybe in our dating life or with some of our new friends, they see like how fun and like outgoing and talkative we are on the show. And then when it's back to real life, we kind of like, you know, yeah, that, go back in our shell. And it's yeah. like, well, you were fun here. Why are you boring now? Like, you don't want to do nothing. I'm like, because that is my lane. Like, that is my space. That is my my creative space. And I can cut it off and cut it on whenever I, I deem necessary. 
I don't have to be on, like acting on all day, 24 seven. That's too much for me. It's, it's draining. Yeah. That's where introverts get judged. I also believe that it's important for us to have that conversation. But like I said, you don't really know you're an introvert until, you know, the conversation is brought up around you and you go, mm -hmm. oh, okay, that's me. So I never had the one, two, three to actually tell the person at the time that I was dating that, listen, when the mics are turned on, I can turn into this character, this over this over the mic personality um, to help benefit my show because the show needs that. When the mics are turned yeah. off, you know, I, re I, re I revert back to who I am. And it w I couldn't explain that. You know, it was just, that's the way it was. And sometimes people can get jealous that you're giving your show, you're giving the guests, you're giving, you know, the guests you might have on Depending on who it is, you might give off flirty vibes because that's what the podcast calls for. Mm -hmm. You know, depending yeah, depending on how much time and effort that show needs, you might take time away from certain people. And then when you go around that person, you know, you don't have that same energy, and they're comparing your energy to the show to their relationship. And then you get the, well, I wish you would do this for me like you do for the show, and it's confusing <laughs> to you because you're like, like. Aren't you happy for me that I just said I'm, you know, I'm I'm not running the streets. I'm not doing nothing crazy. I just have a show that I like doing. So, yeah, man, just introverts putting on that hat when it's time to perform. And that's what I mean about not being judged, really, because like I get what you're saying. But when it's just you recording by yourself or with someone that you trust, it provides a safe zone, you know, um, t for you yeah. to perform. We did a live show, me and my brother, and once again, I had to have my alcohol with me to get through the show because now I had, well, we had like 50 people, probably more, just staring at you. And all yeah. these, listen, right? They come to your live show to see you do you, but you don't- Yeah, they want to be entertained. Right, entertained off what they already know that you do, like off of mm -hmm. what you, off of what they love about you. But you overthinking it like, yo, man, it's a live show. It's got to be different. It's got to be crazy. No, it does not. It's like they're there to see you. But it's different because you have a bunch of eyes watching you. So you think you got to drown yourself in alcohol. So before the um, this epidemic happened, we planned on doing a live show for our 200th episode, I think. Because we're going to celebrate 200 episodes and four years potty. Now... It's easy to say, but I did it. I manned up and I made it known that that's what I want to do, but I couldn't get out my head of how nervous I am. Like, I don't want to do a live show because I just don't want to perform in front of an audience. It just drives me nuts and it's hard for me to do that. But, um, also for you, it's more of a nervousness. It's yes, not. yes. Well, yes, it's a, oh, okay. it's a nervousness and it's, and it's, it, it takes me out of my comfort zone. Like, I'm comfortable doing everything solo, dolo. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to... And and being an introvert sometimes can hinder a relationship because sometimes you just want to go eat by yourself. Sometimes you just want to go for a drive by yourself. And depending on who your partner is and if they want some... If they actually want to be around you, sometimes that can be an issue. No? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so... Yeah. See, for me, it's not that... 
my personality when I podcast is not me because it's definitely, it's definitely you know us, everybody yeah. has different sides yeah. of who they are. So it's definitely me. It's just not me twenty four seven. It's yeah. more so me in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But some people think that you're acting or you're fake or right. Um, right. I mean, it, in a sense, it is an act for introverts because. Us being that open and talkative and all of that 24-7, it literally drains us. Like, we cannot be around people who are constantly on 10 like that 24-7. I know for me, yeah. it drains us. Even after some of the episodes that I do, um, depending on how, quote-unquote, live I am that episode or who I have as a guest for that show, I'm drained after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> And again, it's still something that I love to do. It's just I'm not used to so much energy and giving so much. Like I'm more so a very chill, laid back, relaxed, take things as they go kind of person. And I remember telling you about like my social media woes in the sense that I really didn't understand that I was disconnecting. In a sense that after you listen to my podcast or while you're listening to my podcast, you might have some questions for me, but I'm not in podcast mode. So I really ain't got nothing to say to nobody. You know, it's just like <laughs> the conversation might be real dry because I really don't got nothing to say. I'm sorry, but Flaw 700 Dead Pods ain't tweeting. I can't like I won't do both unless I'm drinking, unless I just feel good, unless I've got some coffee in me. There's certain things that get me going. Caffeine, alcohol. Right. It gets it gives me energy. It gets me going. It clears my mind. And I had to learn that you can actually lose out on a listener because they want to they really want to vibe with you. You know, like yeah. we are going to be as great as we're going to be based off how people feel about us. Like they have to like you as the person, you can have the best content in the world, but if they don't rock with you personally, you're not going to get off the the ground with what your project is about. You know, like you said, you got a store, you sell a few things and you might have some nice stuff, but they, but people rock with you. Like, yo, that's my girl. I'm definitely going to support. She, you know what I'm saying? And, Mm -hmm. And we do that with brands, you know, like the Jordans or, or or whatever, Steve Madden shoes. Even though we don't know them personally, we like the brand. So you're going to go out and buy that brand because that's just a brand that you trust. So yeah. as a podcaster, we personally, we're the brand like we're like you can still have access to us. And that's something that I'm learning as an introvert to be more in tune with the people like I'm tweeting more. I'm trying my best to be more interactive with other people's tweets. You know, you just have to do that. You have to be out there and let people know that I just don't want you to press play on my podcast. I'm actually a dope person outside of the podcast. And I think that I fell in that. Like, I do a show, but I ain't got nothing to tweet y'all. I'm doing my own thing, you know, in a sense like that. See, for me, I get that. But there's a very thin line for me. Like, I'm good with people, but I don't like people. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I'm the same um, way. I, just... So I definitely, like, I'll, someone, I'll do lives. Like, one thing I do now while the show is on ice is I do lives on Facebook. So I'll go on Facebook and talk about a, 
extra controversial topic and people are so into it they start inboxing me and I'll go back and forth you know for a little bit but when I feel like the conversation is taking a turn like when you're trying to be flirty or you're trying to extend the conversation that's already over then I start getting annoyed I'm like all right look well I don't got nothing else to say but like you said you can lose a follower like that because then people feel like oh well she being Mm, snooty or oh she's not um like I've had people inbox me and complain because I don't respond to them in a timely fashion or (laughs) I don't respond at all and I make it very known on my lives like I do not constantly check my messenger so if you are trying to contact me your best bet is to write something under the video or if you have my number personally, reach out to me. Because at the end of the day, we're attracting people as well. And so sometimes with listeners, like most of my listeners are men. Yeah. I cater to the male crowd. So there's, you never really know sometimes when they just want to extend the conversation that you had on the show. Or if they are using that as a platform to try to talk to you and gain some type of personal relationship, which I also don't like. That's a fact. I, I know. So it's very yeah. like tricky. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially for women. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, can I just have a regular conversation? You know, like if you're going to inbox me, you want to talk about the show. I get that. But I deal with mm-hmm. I deal with the part of what you were saying where you want to reach out to people because you feel like if you don't, you know, I'm human. So if I always look at it like this too, if I, everything I do is based on what I would want people to do for me. So if anybody was to (laughs) inbox me with something that they wanted to talk about, I'm giving them conversation, whether I want to or not, you know, but sometimes that can hurt you because you're not really giving them the conversation that they are looking for. And you can look like a fool because like, yo, I really didn't want to talk to you anyway, but I don't know how to turn people away because being an introvert or being an overthinker, when I reach out to people, I want people to reach out to me. And I tweeted this one time, like one of the worst things you can do for me is ignore me. Like they like, don't ignore me, especially if it says you read the message. I really hate that. I really do. (laughs) So when people reach out to me, how can I not respond? I'd be a hypocrite. And, but I get myself caught up into things and with conversations with people I don't want to talk to. Right. So that's something that yeah. I'm working on. Did, um, oh, no, go depending ahead. Depending on what they inbox me, everything don't require a response. Mm-hmm. And even though it doesn't, you still get to, like, people are never 100% satisfied. So even if it doesn't deserve a response, people will still inbox you and be like, oh, I see you in my, re- my message. You too good to respond. And people like that, I just, Maybe I mean, but I just automatically block them. Because I just feel like you won't cause me too much headache and it's not that serious. Like, there's 5,000 friends on this friend list here <laughs> on Facebook and I can replace you with somebody else who's waiting on the friend list. Like, I don't, That's a I don't fact. have time for that. Like, that. Don't be clocking my inbox messenger time responses, okay? Mm-hmm. I done already told y'all I don't read them. <laughs> so if I do... <laughs> read it be lucky that i even opened it because i don't read them now besides being a content creator period social media you ain't even got to be a content creator but social media with introverts 
like, you know, you see the criticism of people saying, you know, people get on social media and they finally make a friend. They don't understand that social media for some is, you know, and open to actually be able to express yourself for those that don't really, you know, want to speak publicly. You know what I'm saying? So when you, when some people get on social media, they might've found their love. They might've made friends. They might be able to finally be able to express themselves. Do you see it that way? Or do you think that uh, social media helps or hurt introverts? You know, like if you see somebody out and about, the perfect, the perfect example. You see a young lady, and um, you want to say something to her in public, but you, you're too afraid. But you see her on social media, and you hit her up. That, that, that big criticism. It depends on the kind of relationship I have with people on social media. Like my two best friends now, I met on Instagram. I did not know them prior to four years ago. So. It depends on how often we talk and communicate. Now, if I feel like you're a friend, like a real friend in my head that I just haven't met yet, and I see you out in public, then I'll come over and speak. But if it's somebody that I just, like, randomly talk to every once in a while, then, you know, if I see you, I won't speak. Well, well, I mean... It's not nothing personal, it's just... I don't feel the need to come over. Like, we don't have that kind of relationship. I just know you on social media. Well, I mean, like, have you ever shot your shot at a guy? Yeah. In public or in so- or on online? Both. Okay. What what came first? Uh, in public. Okay, in public. What? Okay, so so what made you... So sometimes... Okay, so so what made you shoot your shot? Like, what, what gave you the confidence to do so in public? Uh, I don't know. I... Maybe it's the Gemini in me. I can be very flirty. And so, like, before social media was even a big thing, like, I used to go out with my girlfriends. We used to go to Fridays every week. And I would, like, send a dude a drink from across the bar. I would pay for his meal or some shit like that. And it was just because I was interested. Like, he caught my eye. And it wasn't even that I wanted his number all the time or wanted to form any kind of relationship. It was just like, oh, you're cute. You seem cool. Like, you're making everybody laugh in your circle. You know, you're doing your rounds. I'll pay for your drink. Like, give him another whatever he's drinking type shit. Mm. Okay, cool. It doesn't always have to be about wanting some ass or wanting a relationship from a person. It's just you think cool and you're attractive. So here. <laughs> <laughs> now, that'd be dope. I would love something like that. Like pay for my meal because I'm just attractive. I've never had that. One day. Let, let's speak it into now, existence. I ain't doing that in a long time now. I ain't going to hold you. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, but lucky lucky him. You know, you made his night. You made his day. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you made his day. Now, yeah, you, you know, men want to feel wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know I got some segments on the podcast. I want to get to them real quick. Um, okay. Get off the corner. You know, that's one of my segments where somebody foul. They doing wrong. We got to kick them off the block. They can't be here no more. So with that being said, do you want me to spark it? Uh, start, go first or you want to go first? You go first. All right. I'm going to play this clip right here, man. I want you all to listen to this. Dr. Oz, help us. 
Well, first, we need our mojo back. Let's start with things that are really critical to the nation where we think we might be able to open without getting into a lot of trouble. I tell you, schools are a very appetizing opportunity. Uh, I just saw a nice piece in The Lancet arguing that the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3 percent in terms of total mortality. And, you know, that's any life is a life lost. But to get every child back into a school where they're safely being educated, being fed uh, and making the most out of their lives with a theoretical risk in the backside, uh, it might be a trade off some folks would consider. We need to get industry back, supply lines. I mean, things that we can do without putting the nation at risk. Dr. Oz. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Oz. And in a nutshell, what he said was two to three percent of our children is a good trade off to get the economy back rolling the system. Now, there's millions and millions of kids in the United States. And you might think that one to two to three percent ain't a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, that's millions. Millions of kids will die just to get this economy or just to get America rolling again. And he said that that's a trade-off that they're willing to make. That St- some people are willing to make, yes. That some people are willing to make. And he's, well, he, he speaks for a few other people. Like, that's actually how people think. I was, I was watching, well, I was on social media earlier, and I see that some schools are opening in May. Some schools are, like, they're trying to open as quick as possible without a real answer to what's going on. So, Dr. Oz, man, I'm kicking you off the corner, man, for you to even say that. Like, people think some crazy stuff. You ever said everything you thought about? No. Right, right. Like, keep it to yourself. You might have killed some, (laughs) you might have killed somebody in your mind. You might have done some crazy things in your mind. Keep it to yourself. Dr. Oz, you could have kept this one to yourself, bucko. I'm kicking you off the block, fam. What you got for me? (laughs) Well, I'm going to say our number 45, President Trump, because now all of a sudden he's holding back people's stimulus checks because he wants to add and sign his name on them before (laughs) them going out. Now, I didn't even bother looking into why. I really don't care. It just seems like a very stupid reason to hold people's money up, especially when millions and millions of people are out of work or have had hours cut due to the type of industry that they work in. So you really, really want to hold up people's bills and kids being fed because you want to add your name to a check. Mm. So yeah, I would kick him off. Yeah. There you like, you don't even have to do research that, that just don't make sense. No, that's just stupid. Yeah. It's just, just just (laughs) stupid. Like we do, who nobody's looking at the check as a whole. Like we look at the amount it is, and we roll. We're not looking. Yeah, at, we don't care who. Yeah, they be putting the <laughs> they be putting the name of the bank. Now you might notice the bank, but they'll put the name of the bank and where the bank is actually located, like the headquarters. Like I don't care that this bank is in Washington D.C. I don't care how much is on it. Mm-hmm. I'm cashing it. Right. Not to mention that most of the people that got it have direct deposits, so they don't see the check physically any damn Right. Shout out. Listen, man, y'all need to get direct deposit, man. I I know some of y'all don't mess with them. (laughs) I know some of y'all don't mess with them banks, but it's it's stuff like this that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they feel some type of way because they're not getting their checks first, like people with direct deposit. So sometimes having direct, not sometimes, but most times direct deposit has its pluses, man. Yeah, huge benefits. 
Ah, oh, man, we got one more for you, man. The block is hot. Now, let me remind y'all again, for those that don't know what the block is hot is about, we're going to celebrate some things, man. We kicked somebody <laughs> off the corner for being a, numb, a nincompoop, but now we about to let y'all know who we think did something dope or person, place, a thing that we think is dope. So I'll spark it again. The block is hot for me. I'm going to go with the IG battles, man. These battles oh, yeah. that's been happening on Instagram, they're dope. They're dope. You know, yeah. they're they're dope. And I said this on the Bars and Shots podcast. And for me, watching the RZA and Premier battle, and I'm on an IG live with Swiss Beats, Timberland, Snoop Dogg, Method Man, Jada Kiss, um, everybody, Tyrese, <laughs> the Griselda, everybody. Like technically. Not really, but technically you're partying with all mm-hmm. of your favorites and you're all just enjoying a Saturday night. There's no way any violence can happen. You're good. You're jamming. You're boogalooing. T-Pain and Little yep. John did they thing. Um, that was dope too. Manny Fresh and Scott Storch did they thing. It's a beautiful thing. Let's keep it going. Teddy Riley versus Babyface coming up. And I heard they got some surprises for the future. I'm saying that these IG battles versus is hot for me. The block is hot with them. Who you got? You see, mine is a little more local. That's cool. <laughs> um, and she probably, she doesn't even know that I'm recording this today, but I'm going to send it to her so she can hear it. So um, one of the other managers in our office where I work hired this young lady whose company towed one of our trucks <laughs> um, that we had at an Airbnb spot and offered her a job. And now she is working with us at our company. And she started at the bottom. So I'm in the solar world. So we have permit runners, inspection tags, permit coordinators, um, inspection coordinators, OAs, and operations managers. She started as a permit runner. She's actually still a permit runner, but she's done so good and has told on so fast and has, like, helped me out because I was literally doing everything myself in our office. And now they are in talks of making her the office admin, so she's, like, skipping two whole positions. And, again, she's only been here since February 11th. And she will be skipping two whole positions to become OA. And I just wanted to shout her out because she's mad dope. She helps me with everything. She's like my little quarterback, and I love her to death. Her name is Shadana. So shout out to Shadana, pretty little lady on social media. Nice. That's dope. That's dope. So um, yeah. before we get up out of here, man, you got any shout outs? Anything you want to say? Well, I want to shout out CEO Hayes Mm -hmm. (laughs) for bringing me back into the podcast game and having me do his segment. Um, He's based out of Cleveland, Ohio with the Awaken Soul podcast. Um, Even though things didn't quite end well, I want to give a shout out to Crown 360 crew. That was the first crew I ever did a podcast with. Um, Things were great and they were great and I will always Love them and remember them for everything that we learned in the podcasting world together. And then shout out to you for bringing me on. Mm, shout out to you for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you. So, Thank you. I'm relaunching this joint and um, you helped me uh, get back in my <laughs> bag, man. Woo! 
So good but I, show. Yeah, hey, yeah, man. I'm about to um you know, edit this thing and put this thing up immediately. So thanks once again. <laughs> you wanna no see your, your, your social media handles? So yeah, you can follow me on Facebook. It is Tia T I A, the first lady, D A F I R S T L A D I. And then just the first lady on Instagram. All right. Thanks again for coming through the block. The bus will be here in a little bit. I'll give you a bus ticket. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out.